Outkick 360 is back. Alongside Chad Withrow and Paul Koharski, I'm Jonathan Hutton, Lance Lee, Jacob Swanson, David Reed, Becca Risley, Sleepy Danny, Sarah Triplett, and the entire cast and crew making the show happen here for Outkick. Glad you're with us. Hope you're watching on YouTube through the new Outkick 360 YouTube channel. If you're not, we hope you'll go subscribe to that. Hit the bell so you get the alert. We've tested all that. We are live streaming right now across the 360 channel on YouTube. You can still find us on the Outkick platform there as well. But again, we're going to eventually switch all things over to the Outkick 360 YouTube channel. So we certainly hope you'll subscribe there. Share on Facebook. Retweet on Twitter. And you can comment with us on Twitter as well, at Outkick360. The NFL schedule is out. We'll get to some details on that and a lot more. We have details and our thoughts in reaction to the Titans schedule, specifically in the Tennessee Power Hour. Uh, but we will start with a little bit of Titans news that happened just as we went on the air. Caleb Farley agreeing to his rookie contract. Not surprising. We know he's going to sign eventually, but we have the, the four-year deal, which was slotted around $13.5 million. Titans are getting that done with his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, today. Gentlemen, good morning. Good morning. It is good to be with you. I've uh, been mainlining coffee this morning, so I'm ready to go. Nice. And uh, if you see me working on my computer, it's because I'm putting the links out of all the places that you can find us. We have a link tree that we post also. Be sure to check that out. So wherever you want to find us, you can do that. And on that link tree, um, you're going to start seeing some specialty items. For instance, Clark Lee two days ago, Josh Heupel yesterday. Two great interviews, I must say. Very good. <laughs> because of them, but also... Because of them, yeah. I'll be completely honest. Because of us. Because we asked really good <laughs> questions. And I'm not afraid to say it. Uh, we were terrific with our questions with them, and they were terrific with their answers. We and you can on. find those specific interviews if you go to the link tree page. So if you're a Vandy fan, Tennessee fan, SEC fan, you want to go watch those interviews, very easy to find those specific interviews on our link tree page. And I'm posting right now on Facebook exactly where to find us today. It's good to be back with you boys. I'm going to share the same where you can uh, find us on Facebook if you're watching there. If you're not, if you go to your Facebook app, you'll be able to see that on your uh, timeline. Uh, NFL schedule release last night. Uh, plenty to discuss from a FanDuel perspective. We'll do that in a moment. Uh, Paul, you were busy looking at some futures odds. I, I've got a lot of stuff that I like, uh, and I've actually bet some of it already. Um, so uh, some, you know, optimistic but with yeah. big, big odds, and some that I think, you know, uh, pretty realistic with odds that I, I think are off kilter from, from what I, from my feeling of the league. Uh, you know, it's a ridiculous thing, uh, the schedule release to, to a degree, but, you know, uh, particularly when you're looking at one team for uh, inequities. You pointed out quickly when we knew that the Titans, for example, had uh, New England when they do, that New England was coming off a bye. We'll talk more about this in the, second, in the second hour, coming off the mini-bye. Titans have a lot of that. Um, on their on their schedule that's uh, not in their in their favor. You see a lot of that around the league. Here's the thing: the Titans don't have, uh, which is a pet peeve of mine. People hear me every year. I cannot stand um, divisional games scheduled close together. Yeah. Um, the Browns play, uh, and the Titans don't have it this year. And so I commend the league on that. But the Browns play the Ravens in back-to-back -back games. The Browns play the Ravens, have a bye week, and play the Ravens in 2021. This has to be done away with. It's absolutely ridiculous. It has to be a built-in thing that you just can't play the same team twice without at least three games in between, preferably four. You need to see division rivals at different times on the schedule because teams are different at different times in the schedule. Yes, they are. And you need to see your division rival early and late or, or you know six weeks apart so that the injury has a different factor and the tiredness and all of those things if you see and for the fans who wants to see the Browns if you're a Browns fan or a Ravens fan you want to see the same game twice in three weeks or if you're the Browns fan twice in two games that's a crazy inequity and disservice and I understand it's a complicated thing to put together but that's something they can solve well, and I, I've got a bit of a pet peeve also, and, and you, you said it, Paul, that the, the NFL schedule being a big deal is kind of ridiculous. And I've heard this from other places. I don't think so at all. People plan their entire weeks around what they're doing around their NFL games. This is a big deal to a lot of people who go to games. 
who travel to games, who were planning a schedule out for the upcoming fall. I think there are things that are ridiculous that get play. We talked about it. Strength of schedule done by last year and not by Vegas odds. Immediate draft grades and anal- analyzing that. <laughs> yeah. right? Those are ridiculous things that NFL fans pay attention to. I think the NFL has just smartly gone with something here, turned it into a bigger deal that, to me, is a big deal and a big part of their schedule. This is one of those things, though, Chad, where there's no middle, right? It has to be giant or nothing, right? It's something, but it's not a national holiday something. And in our world, and particularly in the sports world, it has to be the Super Bowl or a non-event. It can't just be, okay, today we find out when the games are and there's some curiosity to it. It Yesterday went to a new level where it was an all-day thing, starting with... Whatever the morning show was, you know today's show versus Good Morning America. That's not my field. That's your field. Well, that's, it was probably the NFL Network show, right, that unveiled it? You're talking well, about no, I one? think it was Fox. CBS. Which, it was nothing new, though. It wasn't just this year that they've cranked it up. No, but the week it one schedule. getting better and better with The their week release. one schedule being revealed on that morning There's show There's CBS this new. morning. There's the Today Show on NBC. There's Good Morning America I don't on care. Channel 2. I don't care. Well, it's not that hard to know the, the three names of those shows. There's three I, don't, of them. I don't care. There's three of them. I'm not a morning TV guy. That's okay. for... Uh, as a media guy, it's okay to know that is what I'm saying. Those as a media guy in our business, it's okay not there's, to turn on the TV until much later. Paul, in there's the a lot of things I don't care about that I know. <laughs> I know that these shows exist. I don't watch them, but I know they exist. I'm just saying it's not far-fetched to know the three names back, of those Back shows. to my broader point, and, and I'd love to do an hour on this in, in what you call the, the off-season, which is the off-season, but we do a great job of making it not the off-season. This would be a great hour. Let's seek the ideal American middle sporting event, something that's not giant and not nothing. Uh, it's like the ALCS is what I would describe as yeah, that. Yeah, like, I mean, I would say that's almost nothing, though, I mean, now. Yesterday. Right, it's, it's one yeah. or the other. Uh, everything in America is big or nothing. But it's also, I think it's an appropriate amount of attention. It's not the draft. And we weren't talking about this like we were talking about the draft. Like, it does fall below that. Oh, right? Like, teams, the draft is much bigger than this. Teams are spending money on their schedule release, though. Like yeah, this, oh, that this social is, media thing is a huge competition. And Who I won? Mean, Carolina or, uh, you know, I can't remember the other one. I didn't think either of the two that were, uh, the Chargers were rated as, I didn't think either of them were very good. Uh, Post Frank. Malone with Dallas, with Dallas and Jerry Jones was pretty was good. Cool? I didn't see that That was one. pretty good. I didn't see that uh, Referencing all of some, of some of his hits and having Jerry up in the office receiving the, the FedEx package or whatever was, was good. Uh, with the schedule release. The Ravens featured uh, Andy Reid in there. <laughs> that's the, a flex the Ravens Jerry. featured Andy Reid. Uh, and cameos. Through Cameo. So they paid different people on Cameo to read their schedule release, and the Ravens smartly paid Andy Reid through his Cameo account to read one of their matchups, which is great. That was interesting. But th- they um, had some B-level people on the, on the rest of it. Which is Cameo. Right. Name the A-listers on Cameo. Um... Yeah, there there are in the you know, so, I'm going to look so, that up. I know. Who are the biggest Who are the on A-listers Cameo? on Cameo? I mean, the, the, Cameo is Caitlin created. Caitlyn Jenner but, talks. It costs like twenty five hundred dollars price wise. I know they like. She's uh, an. They A-lister. paid uh, Bruce Buffer or. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. it was Bruce Buffer. They paid him like five hundred dollars. That's his going rate on Cameo to Let's read one of his teams. Uh, what one of his one of the team matchups? Uh, Peyton Manning was one of the intern or played an intern for Denver in his announcement for the Broncos schedule. So this is like the Oscars for them. Um, the Chiefs, I, I thought the Chiefs got creative. I was watching these last night, and Claire heard the laptop. She's like, who, who is that jerk that keeps saying, like, oh, we're, we're excited to play so-and-so. We're excited to play so-and-so. I said, that's Andy Reid, and they have gone back over the last five years oh, to press conferences it. and clipped him saying, we're excited that's to play clever. the Ravens this week. We're excited to play the Broncos this that's week. That's clever. And they lined it up. Even with Washington. They found one where he goes, we're excited to play a really good football team. (laughs) (laughs) That's clever. And that's how they released it over a 60-second track, and they just lined up all the teams in order. Um, The creativity. The Tennessee Titans did one where they traveled across the state of Tennessee and matched up landmarks with who they're going to play. It was So they found hot wings, buffalo wings, for week six when the Titans are playing the Bills, and at the bottom of the screen had that release. Um, uh, they, they found like Steel Road 
for uh, uh, somewhere in, in Tennessee and pair that up with pulling down that, that pathway and pair that up with the Pittsburgh week. So I thought that was creative. Um, I don't know. I like I like the interaction, and it just goes to show that there's really three to maybe three and a half weeks of true NFL offseason, where middle of June to middle of July, middle of July when training camp starts, and that's it because the NFL owns the rest of the news cycle throughout the sport. And world. that's why players are not going to win on OTAs. <laughs> that that's the bigger reason than coaches needing it to prep or any of that. Is because the NFL is not going to give away that calendar time in terms of stories, and in terms of cameras and and articles and all of that, and our conversation yeah. about what so and so looked like in shorts and a helmet on the on the field. They're not giving that up. And I'm never going to bemoan a team spending money or putting effort into appeasing their fans, right? I'm, well, I'm totally I'm totally fine with putting some effort into a schedule release for a team. If you're going to invest money. Invest money in something that helps the fans and pleases the fans. And I think that most fans enjoy this. Hutton nailed it uh, on the game of the year being early. And then people talking about Tampa Bay at New England aren't talking about it being in sweeps. You're the only one that's, that's hit on part of the timing being that it needs to be in, in prime television season because it's a monster rating. Yeah, I mean, game. October is, is ratings. It's the ratings month for television. Um, and, and so is like February, early March when we have award season. So, and Super Bowl and everything else. So. And I don't know that there's a better game anticipation-wise than Tom Brady going back to Foxborough. Uh, it, it, it'll be, you know, perhaps the most highly anticipated I mean, game of the year. Agreed. And, and, and thinking about that matchup, we, we hit on this in the Tennessee Power Hour earlier this week with Pecorine and the moment. You know, Joe Montana didn't go back to play San Francisco whenever he left. Right, so scheduling like, didn't right. land Kansas right. City. In uh, we saw, we did Francisco. see Peyton Manning go back to Indy with the Broncos, and I think he won that game by a touchdown or so. It was a good game, high-scoring game. Sunday My point is you, the anticipation for that and the build-up for that Enormous. is massive. Starts now. Massive. <laughs> and did you see what they're projecting television, like eyeballs-wise, on that Thursday night game, Buccaneers-Dallas? They're, they're hoping to get upwards of 25 to 30 million people watching that game. That's the expectation. Why that is crazy. So, I mean, I understand Dallas brings eyeballs on top of defending Dallas Super Bowl is the most valuable sports and, team in the world. Yeah. Beat out the Yankees by a little bit on the, on the Forbes And list. I just don't get that. But <laughs> Like to this day. They that, haven't that, been to a Super Bowl in 25 years. Well, it's America's not, he, team. Tom like, Brady took a shot at that. It's also, it's Dallas. It's not one of the biggest cities in America, right? It's not New York. It's it just it it, it defies logic well, they that won. they've remained that team for so long. They won it's a brand. at a crucial time. Totally a brand, in the but NFL the, the brand has not been affected at all over the by years. losing, <laughs> by not winning. Yeah, or just something else rising and I, not I, necessarily fall. I'm going to surprise you here. I actually respect the fact that people stuck with Dallas because. <laughs> Everybody's a front runner in America, right? Everybody's a front runner. Well, you were a front runner when you adopted the Cowboys in the 70s, and then again, what, in the 90s, 90s. when you reattached with Aikman and Emmett and Irvin. But that's a long time ago now. It's been 25 years since they won, and you've endured that and stuck with it. I congratulate you because this is so rare in America that you haven't become a Patriots fan. <laughs> because the Patriots are America's team over the last 25 years. If you define America's team as the team that is a dynasty and wins. And so that so many people have stuck with the Cowboys because you became a fan when you were a bandwagon fan in the 70s and in the 90s. I actually find this commendable. I can't believe I'm saying it about well, Cowboys fans and about front runners. But if you were a front runner back then and you've stuck it out, I actually find it without the NFL controversy. Applause. I applaud it. Without the Deflate Gate, without you know uh, Orchids of Asia Day Spa for Jerry Jones, um, w without the Spy Gate. Well, their biggest controversy is that their owner insists on being their general manager, 
their biggest controversy is that instead of firing their coach over and over, they stuck with a guy like Jason Garrett, who wasn't up to the, to the job. Some of their biggest controversies, uh, their biggest controversy is Tony Romo not being able to hold on to a snap and then running yep. to the end zone. The biggest controversy is Michael, uh, no, who was it? Uh, uh, the, the controversial touchdown catch that was in the game, Lepp. right? No, oh, no, but uh, Calvin Johnson, was that against them? Wasn't wasn't one of the oh, controversial Des Bryant's yeah. catch oh, Des or Bryant no catch Green Bay. that yeah. set off yeah. the whole what is yeah, yeah, a yeah. catch debate? Yep. These controversies aren't like sexy win game controversies. Well, I would uh, I would advise you to search Cowboys the White House and see that yeah. they, they had some controversy. Well, that, that's <laughs> but that was the league at that not, time. That's not no, but still, it's not like that's they, not hatred. Yeah, but they haven't been a squeaky clean no, organization no. or anything. Is no. what I'm saying. But winning heals all, and they haven't won. Well, the biggest controversy that they have right now is whether or not they're going to pay Dak Prescott. <laughs> and, you know, they, they, he's getting paid. He's, yeah. he's in the top five of uh, athletes across the, the planet for money made in 2021. Yeah, but here to, me is another, here to me is another Cowboys failure, if you will, where I think Dak Prescott's good, but I don't think he's great, and they're forcing – and a lot of teams have to do this. You you force it with your guy somewhat prayerfully, somewhat hopefully, uh, because he's your guy, right? Well, two years ago, he's fantastic yeah. and then gets hurt. So, you know, you double down on that. Or do you uh, franchise tag him? Well, they've done that twice. Yeah. So now they had to make a, made a decision on that. Um, look, I, uh, tons of people are going to watch that game. Of and you have, you have Brady – Hosting the cow, I mean that is going to be a blast. But what are your expectations for the Cowboys this year? I mean they've got playoffs. They got a good offense. If their defense a little bit better, they'll be a playoff team. Yeah, their defense was horrific a year ago. Is the problem? They've got to be better on defense. But I mean we're talking about a Nashville, also a team with a horrific defense from a year ago that was good on offense that won their division. So I I expect the playoffs for them. Guys, I also have the biggest celebrities on Cameo that we can run through when you come back. I'm excited. The list may surprise you. I want to know the prices on this. Oh, and and the price tags. I've got prices. The price tags. I've got prices. We've got a great price tag for a new Manscaped product. Manscaped.com slash OK360 for 20% off the Lawnmower 4.0. Just released. Proper grooming requires precision engineered tools for your family jewels and the all new trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. We're about to put it on the screen for you. Just released, and it's now available at manscaped.com. With Manscaped, you have the right tools for the job. They obsess over making the best tech, the advanced ceramic blade, the skin safe technology, the Lawnmower 4.0 has the travel lock for those on the go and much, much more with this. Including the LED spotlight, providing a more precise shave. And there are new additional guard links as well, sizes one through four. It's waterproof, perfect for the shower, plus wireless charging. You guys know how I love a nice charger. And Paul, how about that offer? Listen, you get 20% off anything. It's a serious savings and free shipping, uh, you know, demand it these days with the code OK360 at manscaped.com. You get both, manscaped.com. Slash OK360 for this great offer. No nicks, no cuts, just a smooth shave. It's the Lawnmower 4.0 from Manscaped, manscaped.com. Slash with the code OK360. Glad you're with us for Outkick 360. We hope you'll sign up for the Outkick VIP that you saw there with the big event. We'll have more coming up, uh, including access to events like the 360 Masters. You can subscribe or in, in, and sign up for your own bay by going to our Linktree account. That's the easiest way to do it. You can also go to our Facebook account, and it's linked up top where you can click and see more about our great event coming up at Top Golf. Crew is all here today. Lance Lee, Jacob Swanson, making the show happen for us, along with the chairman of the board, David Reed. We're going to get to more of the NFL schedule straight ahead, but we mentioned that the Baltimore Ravens, uh, in their schedule release, went through Cameo. Some of the best and top Cameo stars announced the weekly schedule 
for the Baltimore Ravens. Very creative, thinking outside the box, uh, grabbing the attention of those on social media. And uh, Paul was asking about the A-listers, B-listers, C and D-list, and who's available uh, for Baltimore to pay for. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chad has a, a list of possibilities. We know a guy who's E-list. Celeb. Celeb. G-list. For, <laughs> the G for list. cameo. Um, so, <laughs> this is from 2020. People Magazine okay. had the biggest celebrities on Cameo. Number one, Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. And she you guys like to guess how much it costs? $2,500. I've heard okay. that before. The most expensive person on Cameo is the comedian Chris Delia. He, okay. he was on that Whitney Cummings sitcom. Yeah, he got into a little bit of uh, hot water, too, recently with some allegations. He's the, the most expensive? $50,000 per Cameo. I think it's a joke, though, well, he, because his bio says, <laughs> I ain't doing this bleep for less than 1000 <laughs> And his price is fifty thousand dollars. Because then everyone else throw it out there. If one person does it, yeah, I think it's just a total joke. You can get a message, Paul, from Sarah Jessica Parker for three hundred dollars. That's I mean, mean, that's a high profile show. She's legit. Shouldn't do that. And uh, I mean, that's a legit star. That's not A list. Um, Come on, Sarah Jessica Parker. So she's close to A list. She's not A list anymore. She's she's B minus list. Here's one I didn't even know who it was. Sarah Paul, did not like that. Paul's like, Sarah the Ravens, didn't, the Ravens didn't get Sarah Jessica Parker. What list is she for you? She shouldn't even know who she B is, plus. probably. B plus. Sarah puts there her B plus list, and she's young. Yeah, she's not watching any so Sarah she would Jessica. Know. She doesn't know the Sarah Jessica Parker canon. What has Sarah she's Jessica putting, Parker been in? Do you know? Okay, there you go. She's That's putting fun. her B plus. There's a reboot coming, by the way, of Sex and the City. Without Kim Control. Sex and the City, the Dallas Cowboys, a film. Without Kim Control. Kim Control. Who else Cattrall. do we have, Chad? Control. Never heard her Scott as Kim Control. Well, she's not in it. I know that. <laughs> Kim Control. They Kim had a Cattrall. big fight. Um, Kevin O'Leary, aka mm. Mr. Wonderful. If you watch Shark Tank, sure. you know who that is. I have no idea who that is. When I, yeah. I watch a lot of shows. Love Shark. Um, How much? He is $1,200. This guy's filthy, filthy rich. This guy is four times the amount of Sarah Jessica Parker. She's really undervaluing herself, though, I will say. Billy Zane from Titanic, the actor, $500. Again, these are the What's biggest the last celebrities thing he did? on here. Marlon Wayans? No interest. $1,000. No interest in him or Zane. Snoop Dogg. That could be funny to get one from him. You want to guess? I want, I want $1,500. Half of that, $750, you can get a message from Snoop Dogg. And here's where you get the reality TV people. Chris Harrison, host of The Bachelor, is next on the list. No. $525. No interest. Gary Busey's $350. We could spend $650 and get a message from Sarah Jessica Parker and Gary yeah, Busey. Gary Busey. That's pretty Quite good value. Quite a double header. Based on the rest of this list. <laughs> well, I mean, are they going to go really, as long as really Bobo? It's pretty good value, I'm not going to lie. Uh, Sounds like I'd rather take that market. money and bet the Braves when they <laughs> than have a message from Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh, that's also a better use of the money. FanDuel. Will Matthew Broderick potentially come into the no, Sarah Jessica I, Parker? I hesitate to say the next person on the list because I don't know if this person is still alive. Wow. Because this we'll, was, we'll play a game of Dead or Alive. This is uh, the, the old trivia game on my old show, Dead or Alive. We can play that live on air right now. This list was put out in 2020. Dick Van Dyke. Dead. 94 years I old. I believe he's dead. Has he died since then? Uh, let's look. Guys, do you know? You're big into Broadway shows and the like. Dick Van Dead. He's dead? No, he doesn't even know. I don't know. You don't know. But there's a good line. Look it up, Paul. Find out. Um, okay, he's alive. Sarah's confirmed. $500 to get a message from the very alive Dick Van Dyke at 95 years old. Tom Felton? I have no idea, I have no idea who Tom Felton is. I don't have him as dead. I don't have him as dead. I've got the Wikipedia has a birthday and not a death. Date. All right, give us two more. Ice T is three hundred and fifty dollars. Hutton's running out of steam on this. Um, Gloria Gaynor of I Will Survive fame three hundred fifty dollars, and uh, Hutton will know this one. Denise Richards. Oh yes, from Wild Things. <laughs> She's got nothing else to do. Two hundred fifty bucks for Denise Richards. She's a mess. Is she not? I would put Denise Richards, Sarah Jessica Parker, Gary Busey. Snoop Dogg at the far top of that list. Sarah Jessica so Paul, Parker is your, way your more accomplished on than the, Denise Richards. The list of people available, just on the, these are the top, the top prices. Paul, on, who is more accomplished, Snoop Dogg or Sarah Jessica Parker? 
Go. Snoop Dogg. That's probably. the biggest A-list okay. celeb they but, have. Uh, I mean, these people are sure far more the right accomplished than the people right, the Ravens Dogg. had on their thing. Like who? I don't know. Some reality stars I never heard of. Just because you haven't heard of them doesn't mean uh, that they're not well, reality stars are not celebrities. There are more people <laughs> oh. that watch Denise Richards on a weekly basis on Bravo yeah, on the that House turn House on and, and watch Terry Bradshaw uh, discuss things on CBS this morning, whenever he comes on, or whatever it might be. Could you please look at the Ravens thing and give us a list of the people the Ravens had on their, their video, and we'll circle back to I that. I mean, one of them was Andy Reid. Uh, Andy Reid's on Cameo. Well, Andy Reid was a terrific I, twist. I'll I give you will that. be the arbiter of this. Sarah will write it down. I will give you my honest opinion of who I've heard of and they who I've had I, the dude I, from Happy who I know Gilmore, who's on everything, who Again, everyone please, recognizes. Please, I will. Shooter McGavin. Yeah, Shooter McGavin. Yeah, that's a pretty big time guy. But he did like three or four games. Also, it wasn't like they had somebody for every game. I, will, I didn't think I, it was great. I will give you my honest assessment of, of how I big it was. Okay, very creative. you were assessing the value of some of these. Uh, the value we could have gotten for six hundred dollars. Let's assess the value we could get on some of these future bets. I like it. Let's do that. Value. The, all about value on this show. All right. So, fanduel.com slash OK360 is where you can find all of these future odds available based on the NFL schedule that was released. And we start with uh, the win totals and the teams that are expected to win the most games in the regular season. As you see on the screen, Kansas City, the favorite uh, to win the most games, and you bet you bet the team that you think will end the regular season with the most wins in the regular season. Chiefs, 49ers, Buccaneers, Ravens, Bills, Browns make the top of the list for FanDuel. Where, where is this 49ers <laughs> unbelievable 49ers love coming from? At all. They're not bad, but they're not winning the most games in the league. I don't know where that's that's coming from. Especially in a very tough division, I, I, they do seem to me over to be the odd team out. Yeah, the if 49ers had, teams them, in that list. had a ton of injuries starting I, in week I agree. two of last year. No, I agree. They're when better Bosa than they went were down for the year, and their quarterback situation paired with their head coach, um, and I'm talking of Garoppolo here. Uh, has a lot of people high on the 49ers. I think too high. Two years removed from winning the NFC. But look at that list. Uh, I'm going to go uh, this way with the list. Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. and maybe Garoppolo or Trey Lance on the 49ers. Yeah, so I, I, I do think the 49ers are the odd. They're very good. They're good. I'm not saying they're a bad team, but they do seem like the odd team out on that list. I would go with uh, them being the one that will win the least of that group. Um, I'm not jumping in to, to this to, to make a bet. I would still, I mean, yeah, Kansas, Kansas City's, City's the favorite a, for the yeah, for for Tampa Bay for a reason. Uh, Cleveland, to me, is where the value is this year. I, I would agree there. Uh, I would I would take the plus 1,600, throw a few few, few bucks down there and, and see what, uh, what you can do at the end of the year with the Cleveland Browns. But again, it's for the team that will win the most. It's not an over-under bet. Now, for the team that you think will end the season – with the least amount of, uh, of wins. This and I think it's, I love. it's important to note who's not a part of this. Um, when you look through, you don't see the Falcons on this list through FanDuel, um, which I, I thought was interesting. Uh, the Eagles are still there. And the AFC South, well represented with the Texans <laughs> and Jags. Uh, uh, who they're, they're calling the worst division in football based on two of the teams yeah. represented in the top six anchor, teams. Anchor down from the bottom two teams. Yeah. I, I mean, I think Houston the o- is the a runaway. The only division with two teams on this list. I think Houston's six. a runaway uh, contender for, for, for this. Uh, I and think Detroit Detroit's doesn't right have there. a lot of talent. They, they just don't have a lot of talent. It's a two-team race to me. I think the Jets are on the upswing. I think the Bengals are on the upswing. I think the Jaguars are not going to be great, but they're going to win uh, you know, some games just because they've got some new things going on. And I think the Eagles aren't very good, but they're, they're better than the rest of this list. It's amazing how one coaching change and one perceived good draft can put the Jets on the upswing. I mean, change, I guess they're hitting a, rock bottom. Yeah. They're on the upswing, but I'm not a, I'm not a big believer in, in Zach Wilson as, I'll give you a, two, as a rookie I'll give you two names, Adam Gase and Robert Saleh. 
I think there's a monster difference between those two guys. I'll give you Jack. three words: the New York Jets. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> That's an organization that, with their current ownership, has not been good on any regimes. Five of these six teams have a new head coach, and the other team, Cincinnati, has a, a coach that needs to produce with Joe Burrow going into year number two. Best quarterback on that list who's done anything in the NFL is Joe Burrow. Uh, Jared Goff, who went to a Super Bowl, is the quarterback of the Detroit Lions. I'll take Joe Burrow. It would be uh, Deshaun Watson, given uh, circumstances that we've I'm talked a lot about. I'm presuming he's not playing. Most accomplished day. NFL quarterback on that list is, is, is yes. Jared Goff. Definitely the most accomplished. Paul, you're saying Joe Burrow is better than Jared Goff. Yes. Not Coming off ACL. Um, I'll take him. And, you know, a team that beat the Tennessee Titans last year, the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, that was, you were looking for low points. That was one of them for sure was that day. Okay, so who would, who would we bet here? Because I looked up the, the heavy money is on the Houston Texans. Uh, David Culley has already lost. I mentioned this earlier this week, comparing him to Urban Meyer. David Culley has already lost um, when he, he inherited a team that is just a complete dumpster fire on top of the fact that even if Deshaun Watson is available to play, he doesn't want to play for the Houston Texans. Uh, Detroit, uh, intriguing because of the offseason trade at quarterback, but I'm with you guys. They're, they're not going to be good. Uh, the Jets seem to be headed in the right direction, but they're still the bottom feeder of their division. And then there's Cincinnati, that outlier that you feel like is is close to turning the corner and being more of a 500-type team, maybe a game above 500 if they can stay healthy. Um, and Jacksonville and Philly. Philly with Nick Sirianni as the, the, the new head coach with the Eagles. Um, a lot of uncertainty with that. I, I, would, I think the money for me would be on Jacksonville yep. with the lumps they're going to take at plus 1,200. Cincinnati's got a very tough division. That's the one thing that works against Cincinnati here. Three quality teams in that division. But, but the, Houston, worst, the Houston, worst team in football is what we're betting. The worst team in football is going to be Houston. And the thing that differentiates <laughs> that's why the odds say that. Yeah, yeah, and the thing that differentiates them to me from Detroit yep. is the front office disarray with a questionable owner and with the Easterby story layered on top of a huge turnover on the football team and no star. Yeah, I think you're really underplaying the Detroit all-time dysfunction of the Jets and the Lions <laughs> in the front office. Like, boy, compared to the Jet, you know, the Texans front office is in disarray. This is a team that's won divisions recently. Uh, the Lions and the Jets. I, I'm picking the Lions. I think that's a good value with that. I think they're the worst. <laughs> Again, I'm, I'm going. I'm going with value. Good value. If Plus I'm going with the worst team, that they don't have the the best odds to be the worst team, but I'm going Lions, and I'm with you, Hutton. Best value out there if you're going to swing big, Jacksonville. Yep. With Urban Meyer feeling his way out in the NFL, could be the worst team in football. I've this got year. my big swings coming up over here, Chad. One in fifteen, with Jacksonville Jaguars, a year ago. One in fifteen. You can win that by getting two or three wins in the 17-game uh, season. Now, Sweet uh, the, the other futures bet that you can make at FanDuel.com slash OK360, and based on the, the, the national televised schedule, the Green Bay Packers have five national TV games on their, their schedule. That's the most you can have for any team, and we'll go through the you teams can get flexed one more. that we're going to see. Yeah, you can be flexed to uh, six. late in the season, uh, and you can also be flexed out. But a futures bet you can make is where Aaron Rodgers is going to be playing in 2021. Now, the, the heavy favorite, because he's on the team, are the Green Bay Packers. But as you go through, uh, and it's left to right here, it's not up and down vertically, uh, the odds-on favorite to acquire him via trade, the Denver Broncos at plus 220, followed by the Raiders and the Browns, then the 49ers and Saints. Browns are not acquiring Aaron Rodgers. I see. I don't think so either. But they keep I, I being don't, mentioned. I don't know where that's coming. They keep from. being mentioned uh, as what a, a part of Vegas all this. What does Vegas know? What does Vegas know? Every time I see something like that, that makes no sense. Browns are in good I shape. Thinking, to give up all Vegas those draft know? picks would be, I, I think, crazy well, for the Browns. Well, here's the thing. Who was the, who was the first group to know that it was Trey Lance, the 49ers? It was Vegas. Yeah. They immediately shifted that morning of the draft to he was the odds-on favorite. 
to be the pick. And guess what? Well, they're still third. He was third. the pick tonight, and they're no one else had that third. before. They're still third No here. one knew that. But still, it's, it's weird they're on the list, so they know something with that. I love this. I just love this as a gambling piece to guess where Aaron Rodgers is going to end up. Well, how about Washington at plus 3,700 with Ryan Fitzpatrick as your quarterback? I mean, that'd be a smart play by them if they feel huh. they're in position to go. And they're a pretty good roster in a pretty bad division. Playoff team a year ago. Yeah, I, I, I like where they are. But I'm not touching this bet. I think he's in, <laughs> I think he's in Green Bay. So you, you would bet Green Bay? Yeah. And you have from the I'm jump. not betting Green Bay. Denver, Denver no is the obvious it. answer at plus 220, but I – you know, the, gam- the gambler in me wants better odds than plus 220 because right. Vegas is telling us he's going to be a Bronco if he's not playing for the Packers. Uh, so the, the Raiders. The I think the Raiders have the great value at plus 600. I'm really tempted to go uh, lay a little bit of money on some of these long odds teams just on the off chance it happens. <laughs> Look at Washington. Chad. Chad's looking at Chicago down hey, there. I'm looking to lose 14 straight games. <laughs> So give me three. I'm at Chad, 11 right Chad, now. Let's give it up. Let's Chad, who was the biggest Justin Fields guy in the world, yeah, yeah. all of a sudden is like, screw Justin Fields. <laughs> give me what was that monstrous odds on Chicago. Plus, uh, plus 7,000. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going big. I'm going big. If you're going to lose, you're going to lose the right way. And I'm going to lose 14 or 15 straight bets. So I'm going with those long odds teams for Aaron Rodgers. You better believe it. Paul, what, what futures I, bets do you I, like? I've got some that I love here. And you can bet MVP. You can do a yeah. lot of different things right now at FanDuel. Well, I've got two MVPs that I like here with big odds. Uh, Josh Allen plus 1,700. You yep. made that bet three weeks ago. Yeah. It, I mean, that's good value. And, look, I don't believe a running back's a winning MVP. Uh, and I've watched Derrick Henry firsthand. But – he goes for 2000 again. There's the best running back case you can make. You drop 5 bucks right now at plus 4000, you know, plus 4000. Uh, I, I went ahead on that. Uh, you know, I, I really like Carolina. Carolina to make the playoffs is plus 270. Now, we're not talking plus 4,000 there, but Carolina to make the playoffs at 270. And I'm going to go ahead, Carolina, to win the NFC South because this is a huge long shot. Tampa Bay, everybody presumes, is winning the NFC South. I don't think it's unfathomable that, that Tampa Bay would slip to a wild card with injuries and things falling the wrong way. Carolina, Hutton, is picked, based on the odds, fourth in the NFC South. They are plus 1,200 to win that division. I think that's an incredible value. I agree. Um, I've got Carolina. Also, their number is 7.5 wins over at 110 there. Jags, 6.5. Under is minus 110, not huge value. And I think the 49ers are hugely overvalued. We talked about What's this. What's their over-under? 10.5. I'm going under there at minus 130. 10.5. I know it's 17 games now. That's well, a big number. To I, think it's important. I, I think they're a lot better than last year with the injuries and everything. But it's important to know where big. they were prior to the injuries in the minds of, of the, the odds makers last year. They were extremely high. I think the over-under last year would have been 11 or 12 wins coming off of the Super Bowl loss to Kansas City. So they had an extremely great season, came back, and then were just decimated by injury within the first four weeks of the season on both sides of the football. Um, but – had we been having this discussion last year, and we were uh, having this discussion last year about over-unders, San Francisco was probably in a 16-game season at 11 or 12 wins, yeah. right there with Kansas City to run it back. They're, they were the Tampa and the Kansas City of this year. So in the minds of Vegas, they're just they're, they're back. They're back healthy. We've seen, though, uh, and, and look, we know Vegas knows a lot, but they don't know everything, and they don't always hit it right. And we've seen teams that blow their Super Bowl chance, and I'm not saying what San Francisco did was comparable to what Atlanta did, but Super Bowl losers have a tendency to fall off. And I think, you know, San Francisco, we didn't get to see the full thing last year because they were the most injured team in the league. But... They have some repair to do. They have a quarterback to get ready. They have a quarterback that they've lost some faith in who hasn't been able to stay healthy. I like them. But that division also is is, is Seattle is a constant. 
Arizona, I'm not big on, but Vegas also says Arizona's up and coming. And who am I forgetting there? Um, The Rams. uh, And I like the Rams a lot. So I'm not all in on San Francisco. I am all in on Carolina. I think Carolina's a playoff team in an expanded field. I've got a little curveball for our crew when we come back. We're going to give them the video of the Ravens release and play it and see how many of these people I know live on air to see if Paul is wrong about no one knowing who these people are. Are we going to block out the names, or what are we going to do there? We need to to put up the names. I can just tell you if I recognize them or not. It's fast. fast. That's what we're told. Yeah, watching it yesterday, uh, I think you will recognize Many of them. Well, Have you seen it? Chad, before? knowing no. D-list people is not the D-list people is not a surprise. But it's not about A-list or D-list. It's about the public recognizing it. Yeah, just knowing. I'm not going to know. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing I'm not going to know names, but mm. I can say, oh, that's the person from such and such, such and such. That's right. Without knowing their name, I may be. Uh, I, I, we'll see. A, I may be overweighing one pair of people that I really didn't know that I thought like they're all overweighing something based on one snapshot. Out of, no out way. of their depth. <laughs> that would never happen. Never, no, never. Not what I do. But first, Chad, let us know about Renner's Warehouse. Renner's Warehouse, a company I love talking about. I've talked about them for years. They can help you in your financial situation. Look, we all can't be filthy rich like Clay Travis and tell everyone about it all the time also. But (laughs) Renner's Warehouse can help you get rich. Or maybe if you're in a bad financial situation, they can help you out of that situation. Question for you. Do you own rental property and need cash? Are you worried about receiving rent on time? Are you considering updating your rental property or investing in a larger portfolio. Get the most out of your real estate investment by receiving a full year of rent paid up front. That's right, paid up front for up to a year. By giving your money up front, Renters Warehouse helps minimize risk and provides financial flexibility so you can build long-term wealth. Renters Warehouse is Nashville's leader in property management and the only company providing upfront rent. The Upfront Rent Program is available for a limited time. Call Renters Warehouse Nashville. You can see the number if you're watching. That number is 615-398-9550 or visit rwnashville.com. They created a site just for this show. rwnashville.com. You can see if you qualify. Take advantage and get that rent money up front. Renterswarehouse.com, helping maximize your property investment potential. Do it the Renters Warehouse way and get tomorrow's rent today. Ravens on Cameo, we'll we'll discuss this. Plus, we'll tell you the teams we're going to see a ton across the national landscape for the NFL and the teams that nationally were designated to Thursday Night Football only. That's next on Outkick 360. Outkick 360. Follow us on Twitter, and we hope you'll subscribe to the channel on YouTube. Search us out on YouTube at uh, Outkick 360. There's where you can find us. Hit the subscription button and hit that alert bell. Ring that bell so you'll be alerted every time we go live or post new content. It's a brand new channel. If you're if you're already subscribed to the Outkick channel on, on YouTube, we appreciate that. We'll be streaming live just like we're doing today, streaming live on Outkick 360's channel. Again, just search that out on YouTube, and if you have an Amazon device, you can tell Alexa to search out Outkick360 on YouTube. It'll pop up for you there as well. And share that new YouTube channel. Uh, we need you to, to keep sharing all of them, but uh, right now, emphasis on the new YouTube channel. There's a share button right at the bottom of the screen you're watching us on. Hit that and uh, follow through for us. That'll be a help. The Baltimore Ravens, one of the more creative teams in their announcement for the NFL schedule yesterday. They are among the teams that have the maximum allotted five nationally televised games, uh, along with Green Bay, New Orleans, Dallas, Seattle, Pittsburgh, uh, the Rams, the 49ers, the Chiefs, and, of course, the Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So they, the, the, the Ravens used Cameo to announce their schedule, and they paid... Uh, celebs on Cameo, uh, stars on Cameo, to record their schedule release for them based on a script that they would email and and then receive back. For those who have used Cameo, you know. If you've never used Cameo, you send in a script, you get it back in a video. Very creative. And Chad has not seen this yet. So, Chad, let's run through. Well, Paul claims no one knows any of the people on here. Uh, None of them. But you were very disappointed in the level of... You wanted A-listers. 
You yeah. not enough A-listers. I wanted better than this. A-listers. He wanted Sarah Jessica Parker. Well, again, like I don't His know, uh, I don't know the A-listers. Uh, Brad Pitt's not available to my knowledge on Cameo. No Leo on Cameo. Uh, I, I wish. Yeah. I wish. I, I'd, be bankrupt. I'd be bankrupt. I'd be bankrupt. Leo, say this. <laughs> <laughs> now say it this way. I'd be bankrupt. Now in uh, a French accent. Okay, so here is uh, the Ravens. Uh, Cameo schedule release, which is a great setup where they pick up the phone, they look at the phone. You're about to see it here, and we'll talk over and discuss. I'll, I'll, I'll guess, or I'll tell you which ones I know from this. So month. we'll just play this in the background, and we'll be able to run through uh, several of the cameo appearances, or at least I think we can. Uh, here we go. So they have the setup, and Harbaugh picks up the schedule, and here we go. No, that's Kevin from the office. Right. So that, that's an yeah. easy one. I'm assuming that is one of the big, big time guys on there. Guys, can we turn the sound off of this so it doesn't tip me off on it? And this is five minutes long, so we're going to skip through several minutes of this. We were told by Sarah that this was fast, and Check it is not your fast. Ear. So this is uh, the first thing. There we go. This is the first thing Check that. Out your uh, ear. That Sarah has done that has not been completely All right, accurate. So you know her. That's Carol Baskin. And she, yeah, she did kill her husband. <laughs> That's Shooter McGavin. Yeah. So your thoughts so far I'm on three, this? Guy. I'm three for three. But your thoughts on the concept this, of this? This person? Oh, yes, we know who this is. Oh, that's, uh, yeah, from, from, uh, from the hills. Our, our show, yeah, in Laguna Beach, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Howdy Montag. No clue who these people are. Okay. To, to well, that was LeVar Ball. LeVar previously. Ball, that's Buffer. Michael Buffer. Yeah. No clue what this animal is. There's some animal on there now. I don't. Apparently big on Instagram. I don't get into celebrity dogs. Shocking that I'm not big into celebrity dogs. You would shoot that dog. Um, that <laughs> dog has no use to me. Uh, Bruce, Michael Buffer does have, and Bruce Buffer. Both have. Andy Reid, I know who that is. So that's the fake Andy Reid. The, 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 I think his account is almost, almost Andy Reid. But it's, it's brilliant. Yeah. Wow. To announce that's their not matchup. Andy Reid. That's no. pretty good. I thought it was actually Andy Reid. <laughs> I thought it was Andy Reid, too. Uh, a Muppet. Don't know who the Muppet is that's on here. So, Paul, you went on that one. I've known about, what, 60 70% so far of the ones they're throwing out? All Felt No Filter is the name of that account. <laughs> All yeah. Felt No Filter. I'm supposed to be excited by that. I like, uh, I like the name. Okay, so there's that's Heidi. That's Heidi Montag. Yeah. She's big time in the reality TV world. She's... Really big for Hutton and I. Back in the <laughs> I was a Lauren Conrad guy. I was LC. <laughs> Give me LC, LC all the way. Uh, we're good, getting a lot of buffer, a lot back of repeats. Oh, that's Purd Happily from Parks and Rec, one of the greatest sitcoms yes, it of is. all time. You heard with Purd was the name of his show. <laughs> in uh, in that's Pawnee, a show Indiana. that everybody wants to be better than it was in Pawnee, Indiana. That's now we'll say Parks he's about fifteenth on the casting call. For Parks and Rec, he's not a uh, who's that star guy? on Parks and Rec. I have no idea who this guy yeah, is. Yeah, you and everybody is, else. Uh, what is he's he? a guy from Food Network. Oh, there's Carol Baskin again. She's looking lovely. You like know, my one it's kind of like seeing OJ, is, like a murderer that's just that free. I don't like the splicing. I wish that they would just How about go, this guy? Oh, the soup Nazi. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there's one we know. Paul, I thought you'd love that one. And I now do back like to that. the dog. Oh, we got Johnny Drama. That's big time. He's not looking so. He's hot. more A-list than Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> see, I don't think Johnny Drama. I don't think uh, Kevin Dillon has aged a bit since the show. When uh, I see since him. the show he started, looks like he had that calf implant. <laughs> not only that, not since the show ended, he hasn't aged since the show started. I'm sure we went back and watched the first season. These two remain huge. Nobody knows. Is this who like they an extreme are. home makeover couple? No, this, this is the Bachelor in Paradise couple. Uh, there are they they are probably known more than anyone else on this video. How about this guy? Was unfortunately, the, that's a guy. That's Wayne Hung or whatever, isn't it? <laughs> or am I not? Am no. I getting that right? No, it's not. I have no. That's idea. not the guy from American Idol. No, William Hung. <laughs> William Wayne. This guy William is not Hung. hung and it's everybody, not him. Wayne, yeah, yeah, everybody Wayne Hung. Tonight. Everybody Wayne Hung. That's not him. That's Lamar Jackson. Yeah, that's good that you made it. And uh, we know Wayne. And this last one you're gonna <laughs> know as well. Um, Wayne Hung. It's I don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry. I have, no idea I have who trouble that guy getting was. excited about this. Uh, there's one more coming, but Lamar talks for a little while here, and that's good. Feature your your MVP quarterback. My, in, my in one your complaint video. with it, and back to Shooter McGavin, is the going back and forth to the it's different dizzy. people. It should have gone. We need 17 
17 people going right. in order one, one after the other and then get to the next one. And now and we're going back, back to, Kevin to Kevin from the and office. It just goes on and on and on. We're not even close to I the end I love our real-time film reviews here on the show. Uh, yeah. Are we going to get to the last one? There's still like two I don't know. Minutes left. Are, are we going to get they, to the last one? Yeah, you go have to, realize, to the they, end. They've actually paid 17 different people they they're not all announcing a game on here. No. So Shooter McGavin's not announcing a game. He's, He's like commenting a, how about on this the guy? schedule. How about That's this William guy? Hung. There we go. There's William Hung. That's I knew I saw yeah, him. Bangs, you want to talk about G list. I'll tell you what, I, I'm a guy who likes to say bang bang and he likes to sing She Bangs by Ricky Martin, so I'm all for it. Buffer Carol Baskin looks like she's in an acid trip right now. Jacob, uh, what level of acid is she on right now in this video? Oh, she's just coming up. Oh, coming up. Okay, she's this is the coming up stage. LeVar Ball, we know who that is. I mean, I think it's a good collection of uh, random cameo people, if you're going to go the cameo route. What do you think they, spilt, they spent Oh, and there's a guy from The Wire. Yes. Name? Uh, Hassan Johnson. Yeah, you're reading off the screen. <laughs> All right, so look, I, I, four, 8 out of 18 are, are largely unknown to me. Heidi Montag, uh, 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 you know... You know her. Ashley and Jared from The Bachelor in that Paradise. That one I did not know. Tuna Melts My Heart, a dog. Uh, All Felt, No Filter, a puppet. Jay Jackson, who you say is the last guy in the cast of Parks and Rec. Duff Goldman from Charm City Cakes, who, by the way, cuts a slice of cake that isn't the team colors of the team that he's revealing. Um, they look pretty purple And to Mr. Me. Ukusa, Britain's Got Talent. Who did he reveal? Uh, he's the balancing cups thing. Um, no, who did the guy with the cake reveal? I, I don't remember. I think. I mean, it, the, the only. I, th I thought this was one of the best ones. Yeah, I thought it was. I, didn't, I didn't watch a lot of them, but so, it didn't do it for me. It's not worthy of the, as long of the debate as we put up. But um, the, the only the one debate, that I thought was uh, the Bachelor in Paradise couple. My first thought was uh, the Bachelor couple wasn't available. <laughs> <laughs> like you couldn't go Maybe with the, the Bachelor. You had to go Bachelor in Paradise. That's the well, only one that the, I really. Well, the other thing to consider is are some of these people from Baltimore, and if they are, it's brilliant. They went with the Wire, which the, it's set oh, in Baltimore. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that's that's why you choose that. I don't know if one of the guys or that that girl from the, the Bachelor is from that area. Ashley or not. and Jared. No clue. Yeah. Tuna, clue. Tuna melts my heart. The dog is he from Baltimore? Maybe. All felt, no filter. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, if the Titans did this, they had that kid Yodler on. He's well, not from Nashville, but he's a huge hit here. What was yeah. that kid? Our intern at the time loved him. Massive belt Boy Yodler. yodler. <laughs> we love a good Yodler. We really do. Music City. And we got a Yodler. What's Tennessee known for? Yodeling. yodeling. Hey. Yes. A German art. I don't love the start to the, the Titan schedule. We're going to discuss this in depth when we return on Outkick 360 in the Tennessee Power Hour. Hang with us. Hey, it's Jonathan Hutton. Thanks for listening to Outkick 360. Be sure to subscribe to the show to have the latest podcast delivered to you each and every day. And give us five stars. It helps us grow our network and provide you with more great podcasts like this one.